I'm Nathan. And I'm Bobby. And this could be a podcast. We bought The Patriot recently. You purchased the movie. I think it's available like on Amazon. So we we, we were going down. uh, We're like, we just wanted a movie to watch. Sure. And we're like, you know. A movie that we could that we could just do other things to. Instead but, of watching The Last Mohicans, you watch The Patriot. Well, I, again, I want a movie I can do something to. I have, it's been a while since I've seen The Last yeah. Mohicans, so. But it was to rent it was three ninety nine to buy it was four ninety nine, and I was like, <laughs> well, that's, I that's wrong. Yeah, I feel bad. Like, I'm like, no for him for who? Well, who are you worried about? I, I put myself in the like uh, the wall uh, the Walmart five dollar bin. I'm like, I'm sorry, but if I can go to Blockbuster. Sure. And rented for three ninety nine, or if I could go to Walmart and buy the Patriot for five four ninety nine, yeah, I'm gonna buy it for four ninety nine. I'll have it. Sure, that's. I mean, we used to go to Walmart and just find random that $5, like five, that five dollar bin was a gold mine. It was awesome, but yeah. So I just put my. I had a lot of experience with that, so I just put myself in that situation. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna pay the extra dollar to you know. Oh, I, I watch. Hold on, I swear it. you. I swear you said fourteen ninety. No, no, no. Like it was, it was like more expensive to rent it We're rather than an own extra it. dollar. We're oh, talking okay. one extra dollar. To okay, own versus like rent. Thirteen ninety nine to buy, I'm, and I heard four ninety nine to purchase. I'm like, oh, well, yeah. That of course you're gonna buy it. No, so no. it was no. It was just a strictly like a this. I, the movie's good enough. I'll, eventually, I'm gonna have a reason to watch the Patriot again. again. Yeah, yeah. So and then. <laughs> And then uh, conversely, uh, yesterday we were we we had our like a movie day. Like we just watched a bunch of movies all day okay. long. And uh, one of the movies that was kind of always on the list of like, oh yeah, we should watch that movie, but I don't know if it's going to be good or not. Was a million ways to die in the West, the Seth MacFarlane Oof. movie. But Oof. it was just like, it's again it's one of those movies where you're like, I guess maybe if it's right, sure yeah. we'll watch it. But then you never do. Yeah, been that way for what ten years. Yeah. Like almost, and then you watched it, and you said, "Oof." Well, and so we were faced with the situation where, like, you could buy, you could buy it for four ninety nine, or you could rent it for three ninety nine. And I said, "No, no, the pendulum's going to turn the other way here." Yeah, you're renting. I'm going to rent this thing for three. It's not worth the dollar. It's not worth the dollar right now. Like, I I don't want it to be worth the dollar. Like, I don't want to get through this and be like, "Fuck, I own this now." You now you can watch it anytime you want, and you'll never watch it again. Yeah, and it was everything I thought it would be. I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like I, some, I'm. I'm not disappointed. I haven't watched it sooner. There's some solid gags. There's mm-hmm. some solid gags in there. Yeah, I mean, the, the I remember from the preview, the yeah. guy dying when the, when the ice is delivered. That's a solid gag. Yeah, but it's the same reason I don't watch a lot of Family Guy. I don't watch. I don't watch Family Guy at all. And like, yeah. I I think Seth MacFarlane is a funny person, maybe a funny writer more so than an actor. Sure, but uh. Did you watch like how much family? Did you watch like the first three seasons of Family Guy when I, everybody owned it on DVD? Th- I remember that time very vividly. I mean, that was yeah. Like, uh, when when Family Guy was canceled and then it was released to DVD and then everyone bought the DVDs super yeah. cheap. That was that was my second run through Family Guy because I remember when it debuted after the Packers Patriots Super Bowl, yeah. the first episode. Which one? Uh, the nineteen ninety six. I want to say yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, I remember that. Oh, bit. it wasn't ninety six. I think it was ninety nine. No, when the Packers and Patriots were in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. But Family Guy was like ninety eight, ninety nine. It it aired after the Packers Patriots Super Bowl. We'll find out here. 
It's not this time. So, 1996. It was the 1996 season, so it would have been 1997 that it aired. Oh, really? So, and then we're going to correlate this with the Family Guy TV. Wiki. Premiere. Well, I spelled Premiere wrong, but it's going to fix it for me. Boom. <laughs> Boom. No? No, no, screw it. Just scroll down. I was going to say, what do you... No, where are you going? This January 31st, 99. So then what was the Super Bowl followed? Hold on, wait. Because it followed right after Super Bowl. So, yeah, of course it did. Was it the... I don't know. What Super Bowl was in 1999? We're going to find out. Just say Super Bowl 1999. Well, that's going to give you... You want Super Bowl 1998. 1999. Because right. it was 1999. That was... Nope. Broncos yeah. defeated the Falcons, but that was... All right, Broncos, Falcons, sorry. Yeah, this is on you. This is on me, but why do I remember that then differently? I don't know, because you're crazy. You're misremembering your Well, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. This is, okay, first aired, last aired, okay. First aired. All right. 99. I remember Brett Favre associated with the first time I saw Family Guy. That's just a little synapse in my brain, so. Is that when he retired? Nope, because he played another 10 years. What? Yeah. Brett uh, Favre played into... No. I'm right about this one. You want to go Brett Favre? I know this. Yeah. Because he played for the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, like for a season. Two seasons. Two seasons? Yeah. I think 2010 he retired. Can you just go right down to the wiki part of him like showing his dick to a person? That was pre-Vikings. Yeah. 2010. See? I'm right about some things, I'm wrong about some things. Personal life, I'm family, flawed. high school coaching, charitable work, business, entertainment, endorsements, and if I uh, personal conduct issues, all the way at the bottom. NFL personal conduct rules. Yeah. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was from drinking alcohol after he admitted. Uh, he was on Vicodin. Yep, and spent 46 days in the drug. That was a that was swept under the rug. I mean, that was. I don't remember that at all. Because he came back, and again, I'll have to. Like fact check all this shit, but he came he back. Suffered and played. A pate- he suffered a fucking seizure. Jeez. He, he came back and played on like a Monday Night Football, and it was like a big deal that he was back from Rio because it was in season that he had to do it. Oh no, shit. Yeah. No, I do not remember this at all. Yeah, there's a lot going on in the world. Let's look up Brett Favre's. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Favre's. Uh, Vicodin addiction. <laughs> God, I love that band. <laughs> they're huge in Green Bay. They're, they're just. Oh, man. Boom. But he's still alive. That's the other thing with like taking pills. Like People get really cavalier with it. Uh, that, yeah, that's why I don't take pills. Generally. Generally. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if like, I can't imagine, you know, people say chase that dragon, you know. Well, I don't think I've ever had, I've never been something where I'm like, man, I'm just, I got to get like that again. It's interesting because when it happens in like, when it happens in movies, I I just watched uh, Mr. America, D- Tim, he- Tim Heidecker's <laughs> uh, mockumentary, Christopher Guest style do- or mockumentary. Yeah. And uh, he goes through like basically the hotel room scene where... <laughs> You're just it's yeah. it's black. Yeah. Everything's dark, 
And you're just drinking and drinking. smoking and doing whatever. Comes Trying to, to grab a bottle of pills and miss and right. knock them over. Exactly. You're just doing that kind of thing. Yeah. Where, you know, it's not that it's, it would be peaceful, but <laughs> there's some type of freedom, I think, in, in, in that. <laughs> not that you want to, like, go out that way, but. No, I don't want to die of an overdose. Just, I'm putting that out there right now. Just, and that's now on public record. That's why I worry about, that's why I worry about pills. Because you, uh, you, you never know how many pills is too many pills until you, it's too many pills. I, I mean, mean, there's suggested doses. I, I, I think you're making a weird all... leap from, you know, taking a couple of ibuprofen because you're achy and, you know, swallowing a handful of Vicodin and chasing it with a half liter of vodka. Uh, no, I'm saying that taking a handful, handful of Vicodin would yeah. be uh, terrifying to me. So yeah. I would, uh, as it should be, because that's yeah. bad for you. That's as compared saying. to popping a couple of, you know, Tylenols. Uh, no, no. What I'm saying is, is that taking that amount of pills, because fuck it, who cares? Yeah. You know, that's that's a terrifying thing. Sure. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't understand what you're saying. Yeah. Well, you're you're adverse. I never said like taking two ibuprofen is horrible for you. No, you but you're you're like you're anxious about it. How about that? Yeah, it's a slippery slope for you, sure. There's a slippery slope. I, I'm pretty sure Brett Favre didn't start off with taking two, or pretty sure Brett Favre did start off with taking two Vicodin and then just moved up. Uh, you sure. You don't generally start off with a handful of Vicodin because um, your body can't handle it. Yeah. How much Vicodin have I had? Not a lot. I don't know how many. Like I might have had like three viking and bills but then again uh, there's a weird thing about redheads and uh like pain like you guys can take more of it sh- something like it takes more to overcome pain like mm-hmm. in a, in redheads it's weird wait what yeah like i need double the dose of anesthesia than most people that's weird yeah it's a it's a weird thing where what yeah it's a it's a whole thing like just redheads anesthesia. Can gingers take more pain? <laughs> Can redheads take more pain than? Yeah, or like they it, like they feel more pain. I don't know. It's wait, wait. It has to be one or the other. Like, do so they like feel it, more pain, it, or it, can they take? Like, more pain? it takes it takes more anesthesia to put us out. Okay. I remember, like, I remember as a kid getting. Um, like a like a filling put in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this fucking hurts. This fucking sucks. I well, I can feel all of this. Okay. Redheads need more anesthesia. <laughs> we'll go right to WebMD here. <laughs> That's what was the phrase? That's a word for word? Yeah. Uh this is from two thousand two. So yeah, you know, lots to. changed. But uh Uh sure. So it was like just something that uh you know, was an old wives' tale that anesthesiologists, you know, said to each other, what? and then, then it was like, oh, oh, these people under, you know, people who are downtrodden and and underrepresented, you know, they actually have a voice. They actually mean like when they say <laughs> they actually hurt, they mean they actually hurt. You're going to treat them as their own uh, <laughs> right. subsection of human here. Yeah. Okay. Well. So. Hit me with the science, Bobby. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to gather it all here so we can the fire uh, the fiery redhead spirit. It seems that redheads require more anesthesia to go under, quote unquote, uh, than other hair colors do. About twenty percent more. So sure. About twenty percent more. So not double, but no, but any any increase is interesting. Yeah. Um, 
So a new study has implications for redheads who require surgery. It also gives researchers a better understanding of how anesthesia works in humans. Do you consider redheads humans? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. As no, a redhead, I, I was just, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm yeah, just asking. I, I, no, I'm just letting you know. Um, <laughs> red hair is the first visible human trait or phenotype mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to be linked to anesthesia, says study author Edwin P. Liam, MD, a researcher with the University of Louisville. Um, the link is likely due to an improper functioning receptor of certain cells that give pigment to people's skin and hair. He explains, Liam says this dysfunction triggers a feedback mechanism that increases release of the hormone that normally stimulates these cells. So you lack something. That's it. In a nutshell, redheads are more likely to experience more pain from a given stimulus and therefore require more anesthesia to alleviate that pain. So this, but also that that hormone they're talking about also stimulates a brain receptor that increases pain sensitivity. Yeah. So there's a correlating trait. I feel more pain. You feel more pain? I feel more pain. Is that due to or because of the lack of soul? Uh, I think it's because of, because like, of I've got extra soul. Everybody knows I can dance. Hmm. But you're, but you're red hair. <laughs> so you feel nothing. Uh, no, I mean, I feel or is this a big conspiracy theory? No, I think it? I feel everything. That's the real, that's a, so you feel everything. Feel so you become <laughs> numb to it. And that's why. <laughs> no, I got to feel, I, I feel everything. So because of that, okay. you know, I need to, uh, you got to double up on me. Watch out. Interesting. It's, 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 that is interesting. It's very, and the thing is like, it was like an old wives tale that for years and years and years, you know, oh yeah, you know, you know, know, anesthesiologists say, oh, he's a redhead. You know, he's going to complain about like needing more (laughs) or getting done with surgery. Me, like, actually I felt fucking everything. Fuck you. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's super weird. Super weird. Talk about learning something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's an on, you know. So, I mean, as far as it's just pain. Just pain you feel more? I guess. I don't know. Do you feel you suppress a lot of pain? I suppress a lot of things. I don't know about just it's not just pain. <laughs> not just pain, but it's a, mostly a lot of emotions uh-huh. that I just try to just hammer down. Is that a redheaded trait or is that just <laughs> No, I think that's Catholicism. Just, <laughs> no, that's not true. Uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Midwestern upbringing. That's when you really just try to swallow everything well, well and this goes back i mean it's so it says it's uh so liam says this dysfunction triggers a feedback mechanism that increases release of hormone of the hormone that normally stimulates these cells so the pain cells so sure. you there's a chemical makeup in a red redhead person that's different that's well in it's similar to other redheads yeah at least, right? It's different than. It's different. I don't know what. what yeah. What What do your people use for other people? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean, you people? Well, I mean, I can't say the G word. Yeah. So, I mean, what 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 do you mean? Uh, or what do you, What do you? How do you identify? How do I identify uh, other colored haired people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No. 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 I don't. You don't go to the no. meetings. No. Oh, well, I, I mean, just. I, I thought maybe I, you like, were on a Reddit the, forum. I got or the. End of, I, Oh, there's got to be like 37 Reddit forums for Reddit subreds. Subreddits. Oh, subred. Oh, God. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's called subred. <laughs> God, that's garbage. 
Uh, but probably accurate. Um, no, I don't know. There's, there's like a gal. Well, there has to be a nomenclature, right? I mean, there has to be like uh, terms and stuff that only That's you allowed, can use. Yeah. That only I can use. No, yeah. I don't. I don't know of any. Well, we know of yeah the G word. The G word. Oh, I, I don't say that. I mean, I think um, other people have said that, and that's well, you know, there was. I remember there was some people trying to get everybody. There's a tree in um, a park here in town, not here, in, but uh, uh, down in Swiss Valley, I think, where it has a very lovely mm-hmm. auburn color when it uh, goes into fall foliage. Okay. And they're like, oh, we should get all the redheads in the area and go get a picture <laughs> taken in front of this golden red tree. Uh-huh. I've been invited to that a couple of times, but I how have you been invited to that? Another redhead, another red, like redhead stops you lady on the street or something. No, a redhead, a redhead lady I'm friends with. She's like, okay. oh, you know, hey, somebody's doing this. Let's. Uh, so you guys don't have like a handshake or a term that you guys yeah, use? To um, or can you not say? Is it? That's, you can't really you, talk you, about you, it. You want you want me to get kicked out? Is that the, <laughs> is that a weird secret? I'm just society. trying to do- dive into this world here. Apparently, secret society of redheads. You that's have a, a different. That's hormone. a garbage Netflix show. If I've ever heard of one, no one wants to watch that. <laughs> Nobody wants to watch that. Ugh. Yeah, but I'm just interested. Thing. There's a chemical makeup of your brain that is different. My, I've been told many times that my chemical breakup makeup of my brain is chemical breakup is an emo band by the way <laughs> chemical breakup oh they're just like a bad my <laughs> chemical romance yeah. cover band <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my chemical breakup my chemical breakup Ugh. Ugh. show title <laughs> Ugh. that's so bad uh yeah Isn't that, but it's weird just like well that i mean when you when you're talking about you know the Obviously, the difference of you know the human species and everything like that. So to be able to categorize There's so much, it, right? Obviously, and so to be able to like identify like specifically red-haired people, yeah, feel thank you the pain receptor in yeah. their brain more than yes. anybody else, and you can you know scientifically prove it, right? Um, that that's very interesting, right? There, I, I mean, it's it, like sickle cell, like sickle cell mania, mania, mm-hmm. just like being so, like really. Oh, that's a. I mean, well, and then, then there's no uh, rhyme or reason as to why. It's just because of the right. pigment of your skin Same allows genetic mutation, right? Versus like right. socioeconomic issues leading to it. Like you know, when you say like you know, African Americans are you know prone to diabetes more so sure. than anybody else. Yeah. Well, it's like well, that's not oh, no, because that's of the color of your skin. That's, that's just, just poor yeah. people. Disease. Well, I mean, it's, it's diet, all right? Yeah. So the, poor yeah. people disease, yeah. Well, I mean, but that's what it is. There, the correlation yeah. is not because of your skin pigment. Yeah. It's because of your socioeconomic class. Like, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're you're not dealing with just because you go just for anesthesia, <laughs> you feel it more because well, he's a fucking redhead over here, right? Mm. Nuts! It's crazy. Yeah. I'm sorry, your people have been oppressed. Uh, you know what? It's it's tough. It's a but it's a burden I bear. <laughs> hey, so I want to tell you a story. Oh, I have, I have a story. We got a we had an email from a fan. Okay. Okay. I don't believe you, but uh, go on. No, this is this is a true story. It's a true story. It has nothing to do with you being redheaded, but it is it's close. Well, it has to do with your book. I got a book. You got a book. You want to pitch the okay. book real quick? Uh, it's things I've said to my children. Came out like four years ago, five years ago. Go check it out. Buy it on Amazon. So buying it on Amazon. Okay. Funny. Was it? Funny, not original. Not original. What, what, what the worst review said. It, it's. But <laughs> it from is, what it I, is, yeah, that was the worst review. That was the worst reviewed one. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so this this okay. is coming out of love. This is just a, okay. I thought it was funny and I okay. wanted to save it. I didn't want to tell you it off pod. 
or anything like that. Okay. But uh, so we had a we had a listener of the show okay. go out and buy the book with oh. with the intent purpose of returning the book. Okay. Oh. Just wanted to get the idea of the book, and then was going to return it. Okay. Okay. So uh, they went out and they bought the book. Okay. They read the book because they wanted to read it. Right. It's a, it's a quick read. It's a quick read. Right? It's a table book. It's a coffee table book. Right. But uh, having no use for this coffee table book, understood that they. That's why you regift it. Give, somebody you know is. So she went new parent. They went through the uh, they went through the situation of, re, you know, like reading the book, then they went to return it to Amazon. Yeah, and okay. they said no thanks. Amazon gave back the money. Yeah, and then she was able to keep the book. They said no thanks. So. What what are your thoughts on that? I think that shipping is expensive and cumbersome, and you know why they wanted to return the book. I I mean, the, gift that book. Gift the, now yeah, now it's, it's possible. I get I understand that it's not your, it's not your cup of tea. Mm-hmm. It's not for everybody. It's not that it's not for everybody because I, I think it, there's a lot plenty of yeah sure there's plenty of relatable bits sure this is this is a funny little thing, this little running bit we have on the show. I just thought it was funny that. Like, do you still get a cut of that, even though Amazon oh, just ate it? Ate the no, cost? I already like I already got my cut. I got my cut years so ago. So that's probably the part of, part of the reason why. Yeah, because there's no there's nobody. Uh, it's more work for Amazon. Oh yeah, it's a ton of work for Amazon. Amazon purchased. Well, I don't know how many books Amazon purchased. Um, I don't know how many like are out in print. I don't. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, shitting on uh, your book, by the way. I, I feel I don't like want... you're shitting on my book. No, no. Uh, no. So, I like, pay money for my, it. my my my. I would cut, expect a free copy. I gave away. I got like I don't remember how many. I think I got like thirty free copies mm. of it, and I just went just gave them you away. Can't make a call. I just gave them away. Mm-hmm. I'd have to buy them. <laughs> well, you know, you could buy them and get your money back, and then <laughs> give me a free copy. Can you please that, do that, maybe, please? Uh, oh no. Well, maybe. Yeah, buy it and then return it, and then there's know a, that they won't get they won't. There's it back. some kind of algorithm where they see that they're like, five people have bought in this book and then wanted it returned. Maybe that's the call to arms that we're looking for. It's like, that's buy how, keep buying Nathan's book until you can return it, and then they take it back. <laughs> right. That's like it. that's that's what we're asking. Like keep I, buying I think this book. I think it's probably more a question of the uh, the day that we live in, the times we're living in. These unprecedented These times? unprecedented times. Where it's just like everything's getting shipped out and the idea of taking something back in is just like, I don't fucking know what to do with this. Well, in t- and, in- and trying to like navigate that side of like the physical op- portion of it right. is just like, this is a lot of fucking work for us to reshelve this. I remember I bought an uh, iPad on on Amazon that ended up not working. And yeah. long story short, I was able to keep the iPad and get my money back as well. Just yeah. a similar situation. They're not going to take back an iPad that's What's not worth working. more, my book or that iPad? That's a good question. <laughs> should we ch- should we try that out? <laughs> so your book was going for what? I don't know. Was 12, it eight bucks last 12 time? Twelve bucks. I don't remember. I think, I want to say like it's original price is 15, but I think that. Right. And there's no capacity, but that's okay. Oh, sorry, my bad. Um, yeah, it's just it's difficult. Like they have their spigots are meant to take money in digitally and send out physical things. They are not meant to bring back hardcover. Physical. Fifteen bucks. No, that that is up from the last time we saw it. Look at that, where you can buy it used for thirty nine cents. 
I mean, that's on you. But that's on Prime. No, no, buy buy used eight oh six right here. What are you seeing thirty nine cents? I just forty one used from. Oh well, I bet the condition is horrible. Yeah, who some, shit like who took a shit on shit your book all over this book? Acceptable dollar thirty seven. Oh, I want that's what I want nine cents, but four ninety five shipping. Four ninety five shipping. Once upon a book. Uh, hey, this this is a used book in good condition. It may show some signs of use or wear. That's kind of a feather in your cap. That's a, yeah. I like I said before. I was kind of surprised how much children enjoyed my book. Children enjoyed my book. I did not mean. I did not go out to write a children's book. But yeah. it's but it's like a child can read this book and they'll enjoy it. It's it's super weird. Well, and again, I'm not shitting on your book. I'm just thinking. I feel like you're shitting on my book. Well, that's because you feel pain more than anybody else because you're a redhead. <laughs> so <laughs> that's exactly it. <laughs> Who knew? But so I, I'm uh, is is the broken iPad that I have <laughs> worth more or less than the fifteen dollar hardcover book? I'll give you the fifteen dollars. I I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, who's like? That's a fun game. I I might try to you sell might try my, to you might try to buy. I'll try to sell my broken iPad. I would try to buy an iPad and uh, and my book at the same time and see which one they want to take back. <laughs> <laughs> I got to take a real big risk of knowing that iPad's broke. <laughs> no, you can just say I don't want this iPad anymore. It's like you don't want this book anymore. That's true. That's true. But <laughs> will they? Will they? Will they just give me my money back, or will they say like, <laughs> right. you can keep the iPad and we'll give you your money back? I mean, right. That's that's, well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's the trick. Maybe an old generation iPad. I mean, what do you, like, okay, when you went through and you, your iPad was broken, mm-hmm. what did you say? Did they, like, want to FaceTime you? Hey, show me your this broken iPad. It was a lengthy process. Uh, so I had gotten it the night of, that I the night that I got it, I, like, transferred everything over. It was working perfectly fine. Uh-huh. So I transferred everything over, got everything set up, you know, just taking the time to do all that crap. And then next morning, I... Went to power it on, and it was just like, you know, Matrix crazy glitchy and everything like that. Oh. I was like, oh, that's not good. And I restarted it. And then when I restarted, I was able to get it open again. I'm like, okay, that's okay. that's weird. I'll monitor that. And then we went out for I'm the- I'm going to monitor the Matrix, yeah. Right, I want to monitor. Like, maybe it was just a little glitch. Who knows? Right. But, um, but then we went out, ran some errands, came back. Then then it never, ever came back right on. Right back to the Matrix. Oh, no. Never, ever came back on. When it would, it, then it would be super glitchy. The Apple logo would come up. It'd be, you know, uh, scooting back and forth. Glitches, basically. Oh. And then- Like uh, the Matrix. Like the Matrix, yeah. A lot of lot of that. So, um, immediately I was like, oh, fuck. I'd like, damn it. I bought a, a shitty little app, iPad Pro. And, was uh, it refurbished? It was refurbished, Okay. Yep. So- through a secondary seller and then me- immediately called Amazon and to their credit, I mean, on their side, they were great. He, they were like, uh, contact Apple. Don't tell me got it secondhand, you know, see if they can, yeah. the, the Apple care can, you know, walk take you care through of it. something. Yeah. Walk yeah. you through something. Um, Apple care couldn't do anything like that. Like every, everything that they would say, which is, I mean, a number of things I would say, I tried like, 10 or 12 different things yeah. to try to make it work and forms and everything like that. Never worked. Ended up finding this great guy at Amazon and yeah. kind of was like, can I get your like reference number so I can keep calling back to you? And then, sure. you know, I got someone good on the line and you understand the situation. I don't have to re-explain it all the time. Right. And right. Uh, so I talked with him a couple times and eventually came down to like, 
All right. So what we're going to do is we'll just re- we'll refund you the the money, and then you can just keep the the iPad. Because I was worried. I was like, I don't want to send this back to the third party dealer with all my personal info on it. Sure. And then be like, well, hope oh, fuck. I guess maybe it's something like I couldn't figure out, but they totally can. Now they have all my information. Yeah. Shit like that. And he totally understood that. So. And they wanted to ruin you financially. Maybe. Who knows? I did put in all that information in there. So that mm. all everything signed yeah. up, but. Took it to it's, it was the logic board on it, I believe oh. is what it was. But because he even take said it to, somewhere, yeah, I did. I took because he's like, but take it to somewhere local and see maybe if they can fix it or something like that. And I'm like, all right. And, and in the meantime, they just gave you all your money back. Yeah, I found a really good guy. I gave him it was one of my only reviews. I think we talked about it when uh, we were talking about <laughs> your book. <laughs> yeah, and the only review I've ever done on Amazon was that customer service rep that I got. Yeah, who was Jared knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I forget his name, but yeah. So anyway, yeah. all the listeners buy my book, buy yeah. an iPad, and see which one a refurbished get. iPad. Just see what's uh, which gets uh, returned first. Yeah. That's uh, I'm thinking I should try to get this uh, this used copy of your book, and then at <laughs> thirty nine cents, and then uh, see which one I can shipping. resell. So put it on <laughs> put this thing on eBay. Uh, yeah, that's a good uh, um, because here's the thing: Would you rather buy? A book for five bucks, or would okay. you rather buy a, I mean, couple generation old iPad Pro that needs a thousand dollars worth of work? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think your book would sell first, <laughs> probably. I think your probably. book would probably because that's the, the thing has become a paperweight because it's like, well, even if I get it fixed, it's still a couple generations behind, right? So it makes no that. sense. But I don't know. Might yeah, but you can buy my book. I guess I'm not gonna still, you know. <laughs> I just wish there was a situation where you could take advantage of you buying your book and then scamming it. Yeah, scamming it. There's like, a scam. You just, you just keep that book. You just keep that book. And you're like, okay, cool. This is I this just, is our I think, end. That I think it's it's a weird it's a weird thing where you can, you get to do that once. They're not gonna let you do that. Like suicide. <laughs> <laughs> like it works once. Yeah, they're not gonna let you do that more than once. No, no, it has to be a collective effort. Right. I do question how many of my books are just like sitting on a shelf. In Amazon. And just just packages of books. Because I think, yeah, I think it was like uh, 10 books in a in a box. Mm-hmm. How many just random boxes? You think there's like one guy that's like, <laughs> just, I want these fucking books gone. Like yeah. he's so can fucking we just, pissed. Can we, can we, he like, these are just eating up space. Yeah. Like what, like what, I kind of question which uh, like warehouse they're all just sitting in. I don't. I don't remember how many like were printed off. Is that a documentary that needs to be made? Just me trying to figure out where your books, where are. my books are, in search of your treasure. Um, that's a good question. Hmm? That's a good question. In in the meantime, I'd sell out. I'd sell all my books in the end, right. and, and maybe it, a, maybe a couple more, and I'd make a little bit more money. Have to go. Yeah, that's <laughs> a way know. to promote. That's it. I'm just I'm spitballing ideas that's here. A, that's a good idea. I was I, I wanted to make it speaking because you could do like a a separate overtone of like the Amazon uh, warehouse it's, like protocol and like how big it is. You could do like a it's a, yeah a little bit inside baseball on how Amazon mm-hmm. actually works. And but you're just in search of uh, I just I want to find out my in search of things. Where's I said to my, my children. book? Yeah, just get my agent to work it out. Yeah, yeah. I've never met my agent. Talked to her on the phone. Uh, yeah. Couple times, I haven't seen her talk to her in a long time. Friend of the show? Uh, I don't like if she knew that this show existed, she might say, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> nah, she was a nice, she was a nice lady. Uh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted Can, to make it. Well, hold on, yeah, wait. Go, hold on, go on. Well, 
Well, I mean, no, I'm you saying know. like, well, you, you so you say when you, when you say you have an agent, I mean, is it an agent that you can you can pitch things to, or is it someone uh, that's she's a literary agent? Okay, but I'm saying like you can pitch things as far as like if hey, I this is if I idea. had a, if I came up with a with a new book idea, mm-hmm. she'd shop it around for me. Shop it around for potential like publishing deals, or yeah. Potential like yeah, okay, yeah. I, she she went. I don't th- like as far as like a film or like. Well, I know I understand yeah, that. I know. Yeah. I know we have so many great ideas. We for have movies. so many great ideas that, <laughs> that we're not going to hear on the podcast. Well, you're going to hear a couple. Maybe later. You don't know. We might come up with some real good right off the bat. Yeah, speaking of film, that's always possible. And this, is what I was going to say. Okay, sorry. Before you rudely <laughs> cut me off. This is why I shit on your book. <laughs> just because you shit on my book. I, I, the idea of like a documentary about my name, I, mm-hmm. I've always kind of wanted to make. It's like, a true uh, sign of a narcissist right there. <laughs> sign of a narcissist. <laughs> so like I've got like my name and why I pro- we pronounce our name that way is something I've always been curious about. Maybe it's just because my wife's like, you know, quit. Like why the fuck do we say it this way? I find this hilarious. Like, yeah, you, you think that a documentary of how your name is pronounced? I because I, th- I don't be know. interesting to anybody else outside I of you and your family. I don't know why my name. I think it's. I think it's super weird. Okay, I see what you're saying. I yeah. can still find the humor on the other side of it. There, there's no. There's a certain level. Of like your market is like, hey, <laughs> me and everyone I'm related to. Anybody who's ever come across the ocean. Like, what's the logline for this movie here? Uh, I don't know. Like. <laughs> uh, What's in a name or it's like it's so weird. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other I'm like it just doesn't like li- my last name makes zero sense. So you think you'd find someone that's like eighty years old and be like, I remember back when they were the Ribagers. I really wanna I really wanna go to I wanna go to Germany and okay. and 'cause and go to that little village mm-hmm. And say, okay, how the fuck do you say this name? Really, tell me, please. I see this as a subsection of like one man's quest to find out who he really is, not just yeah. in search of. I'd have to like understand my own lineage a little bit better than I do. Would you ever do a twenty three and Me like DNA test? I'm sure. I, I I don't know. Like I have a hard time believing you would come back with any kind of like surprises, and you know. I, you know, like, oh no, you're Western European. You know, there's nothing. There's, <laughs> hey, you're all white, by the way. Hey, just hey, surprise! You've got German. And, and they just Irish add in the end, like. By the way, you're going to be a little more susceptible to pain. It's going to take a little more <laughs> anesthesia. I yeah, I don't think that's going to. Well, maybe I don't know. No, I don't know. I I I. It's always been interesting, but also, I don't like the idea of sending you know my Your DNA. Data. Yeah, my DNA. I <sighs> off to somebody that I've never met. I'd want I mean, how the Golden State Killer thing? I don't know. I mean, I know I'm not going to go out and murder a bunch of people. Did they get him through a DNA test? Yeah. A 23 and Me yeah. kind of thing? Uh, it wasn't 23 and Me. But it was uh, something similar. Well, I always got to leave that door open to be a serial killer. So, well, no, I was. I mean, I, mean, I just that's 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 you, on me. Do you want to like fuck over your second cousin who's out there murdering a bunch of people? Mm-hmm. And because you, uh, you know, you put your thing is like, oh, well, I know he's related to this guy. Mm-hmm. So how do we let's explore that scope? Because that, that's what it was. It was like um, it was like his like 
second nephew or whatever. Gotcha. You know, did a 23, not a 23 me. So to stop serial killers, we should all take a 23 me. Uh, no. Okay. I don't know about that. Also, well, it's getting into it like a minority report type of situation. Future crimes kind of thing. Um, I only well, see that's where it leads to. I only see. I don't know about that. I know there's a long line between everyone taking a 23 me and a minority report. Maybe more of a Gattaca. Maybe a Gattaca situation. Have you seen? Have you seen mm-hmm. a Gattaca? Yeah. Yeah, a long time ago. But. Uh, Gattaca holds up. It, it, it's good. Anyhow, yeah. Ethan Hawke, you know. Well, and more uh, Alan, Uma, Th- Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman. Yeah, no, more Alan. Uh, Alan Ald. Not. Not Alan Alden. Alan Alda. Uh, yeah. Not Alan Alden. Which one's which? Which one Mash is Hawkeye? Is, Mash is Alan Alden. Okay. No, that doesn't sound right. Alan Arkin. Alan Arkin. Yes, it's Mash. We'll look it up. Alan Arkin is Mash. Alan Alda is uh, PB from The Rocketeer. Yeah. <laughs> I know Alan Alden. <laughs> Alan Arkin. Anyhow. We don't need to look that up. It's Alan Arkin. Okay. okay. Anyhow. Back to it. Back to the point of all this. <laughs> um, Yeah, the idea of like, I don't, I don't know if I want my data to go off further than myself. I don't. I don't know about that. With the with, I'd rather I, wish they'd take all that information and go back through all the old rape kits. And well, I bought I bought a twenty three and Me for my grandpa for uh, Christmas one year. Yeah, basically, it's like I don't want to do it, but like if you do it, then that's okay. Technically, like it's going to be pretty close, you know. Good enough. Say, yeah, good enough for me, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and he never did it, and I was like, ah, oh, you motherfucker, like. He's he's like oh, I'm worried about them getting my information. Probably, maybe I, or like ambivalence, but I you know killed like five people back in the sixties. Right, I don't and, want to touch with this. And shit. I just uh, yeah, I know that someday that's gonna bite me in the ass, <laughs> and I don't want it to be because of fucking this, this Bobby. Exactly. How fucking dare you? I'm like, well, you're not wrong, Grandpa. The same reason why I didn't do it. <laughs> I selfishly only wanted to find. You're out You're worried myself. about you killed somebody? In the no, 60s? I only wanted to find out my DNA through other people without me giving it away. Um. Yeah, I. Yeah. I'm not worried about like my killing spree that I've never gone through. Well, but I would like to leave the door you, open that you know of. I know of. I did wake up in that park bench one time when I had Just no recollection. Covered in blood. Covered in blood. I mean, it was. It could have been human. It could have been dog. I don't know. But I don't know. <laughs> At a certain oh, point, no, this... at a certain point, all blood looks the same. You know, I just came from I just came from a costume party, and I had to <laughs> stab the neighbor owner's dog. Right. Um. Yeah. Uh. I. I don't think it's knowing that they're gonna hand off information to yeah. authorities. I don't like. Well, I don't like that at all. Well, and the other thing too is the. It's kind of like so. I, I the beginning of the year, I. Uh, we came home and uh, from going out to dinner and I walked upstairs with wet shoes and then I turned around and I slipped and I fell on like Kay. three, three of our, three of our stairs and I cracked my hip pretty good and yeah. was in pretty good, in pretty good you amount were, of pain. You were laid up. I was laid up for a little bit and then it became a situation of like, like a week and a half. Yeah. And it was like, well, do you go to the hospital? Like, you know, so this happened on a Saturday night at like 11. And it was like, well, I'm not going to the hospital now. I'm not going to go to the ER. Right. That's ridiculous. And then the next morning, it's like, it still fucking hurts. And it's like, well, called my called my provider. And it was, you know, we don't have the x-ray machine on a weekend available. So you'd have to go to the ER if you need an x-ray. So then it becomes a situation of like, well, 
am I going to go and pay X amount of money to be told something I already know? Basically, like, you fucked up. Yeah, like, hey, you uh, you really bruised your hip a lot. You know, like, cool. That's what I feel like. Cool, and that'll be yeah. six hundred dollars for the service. Awesome, thank you. Sure, or whatever. But the same thing with like the DNA test of like you you get it and you get the same situation. You know, you're like, oh, you're half German, half Irish with a little bit of something. That, you know, <laughs> right. You know right. I mean, like, hey, you're you know, I yeah, I don't feel I, like, Indonesian. You I know? feel like there's no gonna be there's not gonna be any surprises. Surprise, right? I, like I my mother has done a pretty good job of some genealogy, yeah. and I know roughly like. You know my uh, my father's side as far as like outside. I mean, I knew I knew my grandparents and you know lucky. Not really. Like my <laughs> my my dad's dad. I I don't remember him. I think I was probably I was probably I think maybe three when he died. Mm-hmm. Um, but sorry, my, sorry for your loss. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. My grandmother. Yeah, my grandmother. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, I knew her mm-hmm. and she was. She's like a hundred percent Irish, so or at least that's the story well, like, I've been told. Are there like secrets lurking in my genealogy? Probably, maybe, yeah, probably not. I'm just guessing, though. Well, I also feel too that like because I know like my aunt uh, did a did a really good job of just tracking it. I don't know like how they did it in the past, yeah. but I mean, just keeping asking people, asking people, they just ask people. Right, but again, like asking people and writing it down. I mean, the writing it down part is the, that's an important part. Yeah. So, and when you do have people that, you know, if you did, you have great grandparents? Do you remember a great grandparent? No, they were. I mean, no. I mean, you were the youngest. Of I'm, a, of I'm a the youngest, tran- and my, as far as like, my, my, my maternal grandmother, she was fairly old mm-hmm. when she started having kids. She only had three kids, mm-hmm. um, and she was, I mean, she was pushing forty. I think when she had her last child. Gotcha. And so, I mean, so there wasn't a, I mean, not a long line and she, I mean, I, and I know a lot of from her side just because that's just my mother, my mother, you know, tracking down genealogy on her mm-hmm. side. Um, and then, my, yeah, my, and then my grandparents, my, they're my, on my father's side, they're pretty old or at least. Well, then that's just your situation of being the youngest of a big family, too. Yeah, right. Though. Like I was the I was the oldest of young parents, um, so I, I remember I, at one point I had I had great grandparents on both sides, like sure. four great grandparents. Oh wow! And uh, my great I'm trying to think. My last great grandparent died. I think it was my great grandma on my grandpa's side passed away, probably in the mid 2000s oh geez so like holy shit yeah the the just the access to yeah. backstory ancestry basically right was was available you know because again like they would remember at least their parents and their you know, right stuff like that and where right. they came over and yada 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 and i think we were i don't know when they came over from germany but it was it was again you could trace it back like within my lifetime at least right. for when they were alive and everything right. like that so and if you're writing it down, you're paying attention, you're asking questions, that's you can get a lot from that. You can deduce a lot from yeah, the game s- of telephone. I wanna say my 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 great grandparents, they were in old country. I mean, the between between Wales, yeah. Ireland Ireland and Germany. I mm-hmm. think they were they were all over there. Yeah. They they weren't they weren't born here. And I know I know Or they immigrated over yeah, because you yeah we can look up. 
So my gr- my great grandfather's parents came over to America. That was what they, they did. And they settled in. Your great grandparents? My great grandfather's parents are the ones that came over. So they were great 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 grandparents. grandparents. Right. Okay. But again, I knew my great grandfather pretty well until I mean, I think he died in the the late nineties, early two thousands. Mm-hmm. So did he have a hook for a hand? He. No, but he did have a missing, I think, ring finger. I, I knew I felt that. I felt yeah, he that. felt it. Heck, <laughs> heck of a pool player, that guy. That oh, old yeah. Henry Tram. Oh, man. Heck of a pool player. He'd be a shark. <laughs> He'd be a shark? Yeah. That's so funny. No, well, I'm just saying. Yeah. He didn't have a hook for a hand. No. I could just feel that. I could feel that you emotionally. You felt that he was missing a missing like appendage. there's some kind of, and he's missing a, is that the shittiest his... CBS show ever? <laughs> like, What's that? Just like a medium that can only feel if your relatives <laughs> had a hook for their hand. Uh, oh my, um, I'm pretty sure. Did your uncle Philip have? Uh... Well, he, your uncle Philip, he has all of his appendages though, right? Right. I'm feeling that. Yeah. But your aunt Marie. Yeah, she. Is it her pinky toe? Did she lose her pinky toe? And... Oh my god, it's so specific <laughs> and accurate. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea who killed her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Sorry, but I mean, I know that. Uh, Does that help with the investigation, Detective So-and-so? No. No, Boston. I should leave. Okay, Okay, back to the coffee shop. (laughs) All right, so let's talk about our our fun week we've had. We've had a fun week. Oh, you want to talk about that? Yeah, come on. Are you guys familiar with day trading? (laughs) So this has been a whirlwind of a week since the last podcast. Yeah, I mean, so so last was it last week? Oh, like two weeks? Was it a week and a half ago? No, it was two weeks. It was it was a week ago that you mentioned it the first time. I mean, you had oh, mentioned really? offhand. Maybe, okay, you mentioned it, it offhand. Okay, about the insanity that is Wall Street bets. Uh, yeah, and then so last Friday, so a week ago, I said that's it. I need to get in on this. I got to go be a part of this crazy Wall Street bets. There's. There's something, there's some rumblings going on. Mm-hmm. And I signed up, signed up for Robinhood, went and I, you know, tried to link my bank account. And then on Monday, mm-hmm. I linked my bank account. I deposited $100 and then like couldn't help it. I had to go buy some GameStop mm-hmm. stock just because I knew it was going to be. But again, it's in. It was going crazy. Well, in context though, like. It seems much crazier the, on Monday of on last Monday. Week. Oh no, it was on Monday of last week. You, we uh, we were like, texting like when, and I, when I when I said when I told you like putting that feeler out. Hey, I think I'm gonna start day trading. Just kind of like, you know me, I'm supportive. <laughs> I said you, you go for it. You go for it, and just like I'm like I just I, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go. I don't know. You man. live you, you know. And you I'm do gonna, you. Because it's weird. Like that's a dumb fucking thing to say. Is like I'm gonna. I'm just gonna start day trading some monies, mm-hmm. uh, and so I did, and I put in a hundred bucks because I'm fucking cheap. And uh, no, that's I sensible. Got, I got kids to feed, right? And, that's and, sensible. And also, it's called sensible. I mean, I've got my just FYI, I've got my retirement account that's totally separate, mm-hmm. and it's I can't even touch it. I it's I'm working on it. That's that's its own thing. This is all uh, this is all fun money. This is me at the casino. Exactly. And, and I recognize it's me at the casino. That's the big thing is I know that I am gambling and that's okay. If if you go to a casino and you lose $100, you're fine. You know. Right. If you mortgage your house and go to the casino and you lose money, that's a problem. That's a problem. But 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 this is such an interesting phenomenon though because 
again, like as I told you when we were doing this, like yeah, again, whereas you're going into day trading, I was trying. I mean, I'm I'm a sports gambler, so yes, tangentially, I understand what <laughs> yes. day trading is yeah. a little bit. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, I understand pretty the much concept. the same thing. I mean. Yeah, you're riding a wave, you know, especially right. when you're live betting. You're you're, oh, yeah, you're yeah, reading yeah. the oh, market yeah. and you're going high. I think it's probably um, safer to fucking day trade. D- no, no, it's probably safer to like sports bet. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, it is. just because you can you kind can least, of see. You can at least watch it if you're looking at like the Matrix. You yeah. can read it instead of zeros and ones. You're <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that's a football game. Oh, this is um, you know, oh shit, uh, you know, uh, you, blue, blue eyed baby Jesus right. uh, got is knocked down out. nine. He no, he got knocked out of a game. Right. So like that's gonna change the fundamentals of the game. Yes. Versus and you know, um, I don't know what uh, it's being able to read the market. And it well, that's what was so interesting about this week is because. When it started off and you were like, okay, I got a hundred bucks in this. I was like, that's fine. That's great. Yeah. This is like going to a casino and be like, I put, <laughs> yeah. I, it's like, all right, we have a mutual friend that does a bunch of sports parlays all yeah. the time. And, and he tells oh, me about them all the time. Crazy parlays. Crazy parlays. Just absolutely most, I mean, I mean, going from like NFL to NBA. NASCAR. To NHL to golf yeah. and just like smashing them all together. And, and every time, all but one of them hits. Every time. <laughs> And that's the thing with parlays. So again, like, I'm not going to fault you for like go go crazy, like have fun. Yeah. It's a fun ride, if anything else, right? I like. Who knew I'd be so invested but, emotionally but, into this? But that's what it becomes because yeah. it becomes an emotional investment, and that's where this, as it's played out, and where you, <laughs> you know, me with sports betting. Yes, I, I do think the NFL has a controlling interest in the outcome of games. Yeah, if that's you, the most political you, you way you I can do. say it. You do. I yeah. think the NFL has yes. a a uh, <laughs> desired outcome that they want from games. Now, whether they get that way all the time. I don't think... Th- do you think they got it this year? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vegas didn't get it. But yeah, the NFL did. You think the NFL got Honestly, it? Honestly, going back to the beginning of the playoffs, I thought it was going to be the Bucks chiefs just because that seemed to be the matchup that made sense. When I read that, when I read, I read an article about MGM about uh, the only way that they would lose money is if the, the Bucks, Bucks and, and the chiefs. chiefs. And that's when I switched. I was like, okay, well as much as I hate the Packers, I think, yeah, I think it could be Packers chiefs, Super Bowl, and a bunch of people. So what happened? Oh, like, okay. So let's back up a little bit. Okay. Okay. We had a conversation a couple of weeks ago. Yep. After the podcast, off pod. Off pod, as mm-hmm. the kids say. And I said, okay, put a parlay down yep. on the winners of the divisional championship. And I went three for four. <laughs> you went three for four, barely. What do you mean? Uh, uh, wasn't there, there was a closer game than, no, no, there was one. The Bucks handed, handled, handled the uh, Saints. Yeah. The uh, the Packers won. And then the, uh, the Rams-Ravens was the game that. Oh no, well, the the close game was the close game was the uh, Bill, was the, the Bills, Bills Bucks or Bills Chiefs, yeah, yeah. When Mahomes went down, yeah, right. So okay, I mean that then that's the only reason okay. why it was close. barely, yeah, that's barely. the only reason why it was yeah. close. <laughs> yeah, it's because the best player in the NFL went down for the MVP. Yeah, anyhow, mm-hmm. but so yes. I mean, you couldn't pick out of those four games the all of the winners. Mm. I'm sorry, we're actually wrong. The uh, it was was it Bills? It was Bills. It was Bills Ravens. Bills Ravens. That was the matchup, and it was the the Chiefs and who the fuck were the Chiefs playing? Uh, Browns. Chiefs Browns exactly. Yeah. And the only reason the Chiefs Browns game was close is because Patrick Mahomes went down. So everyone can take a deep breath. We got it right. Okay. Okay. 
was it that one? Oh, yes. right. the, the, okay, so my pick was I thought they wanted the Raven. I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let you finish. Okay. No, no, Sorry. no, go on. No, I'll let you finish. What What was your point? My point is, now that I'm trying to remember what exactly what it was, mm-hmm. is that I think that, no, it's it's difficult. And it's, it's um, that's why I said go ahead and put this parlay down because it's difficult to. And like most parlays, I was one away <laughs> from it fucking working. <laughs> right, right. But, but. So my rationale for that was it was you had an up and coming quarterback in yeah. Josh Allen. You had a, a quarterback in okay. uh, playing for the Buffalo Bills, the Bills that had yeah. his break, breakout season. Now, Lamar Jackson last year had a breakout season as well. All right. But got to the conference championships. Yeah, I think. Anyway, made it far into the yeah. made it far into the playoffs. playoffs. Right. So this is the next obvious progression. And the Bills came in so heavily favored. And I was like. Is there a chance that everyone's going to be overloaded on the Bills and then they're going to let the, the the Ravens go through? Now, Lamar Jackson went down in that Ravens-Bills game and then that really did change the, the, out, the makeup of the game, basically. Do you want an injured Lamar Jackson going to face Patrick Mahomes or do you want a healthy Josh Allen going into Kansas City? Now, again, I will also say, and I'll retract all my statements here, I have not seen anything in these playoff games that was egregious outside, outside of the Packers Bucks game, of as far as officiating goes, I don't think there's. What's the Packers Bucks? Uh, there was a there was a couple a, really bad holds. There was a couple bad holds. There was a couple bad uh, pass interference, and I hate defending the Packers. I hate like, but, and I was looking at like nothing other than injuries really yeah. affected games this year. Yeah, because um, that's, I mean, that's the that, thing. When I said head to head, I mean helmet to helmet. Yep, in the in the Browns no call Chiefs game. Browns Chiefs game when you almost had a carbon copy. The next week. The next week. Yeah. And that's just, in I think the, that's... In the Bucks offici- Packers game. I mean, it's a, it's officiating but crew. But when I say the NFL has a controlling interest in the outcome of the game, that's the, the officiating is where they have that. I that's wanna, the only thing. They can't, you can't control the coaches, you can't control the players, you can't do anything with that. But you can't you can, control fucking Aaron Rodgers not running it in. But <laughs> but you can control the, the calls you make. You know... I would love to see... And I, if you want to go grand conspiracy theory on it, sure, maybe they do. Maybe they have control over it. Like maybe they're like, Aaron Rodgers, don't run it in when you can clearly run it in. You think so? No, but if that's what you want to say, like... I don't think so. That was pretty clear. Now, do I believe Aaron Rodgers when he thought, like, I'm not going to run it in because I thought we had four downs to do it? Yeah, actually, yeah, I believe that too because I think actually any one of us listening to this podcast could coach, say, coach the, could coach the Packers for the last... You think that's when they jumped in? The head coach jumped in and said, "Eh, "Let's just uh, kick this field goal." Like Matt Lafleur, you contact the podcast at this could be a podcast at gmail dot com and challenge me. Yeah, I mean, literally, like you said, anybody can coach the Green Bay Packers because it's just like, "Hey, uh, Aaron Rodgers, go go do whatever you want," and Mm -hmm. that's okay. But what I'm saying because you're that talented. Well, yeah, exactly. And again. To when you're when you're talking about like control of a game, it's again, it goes back to the conspiracy theory stuff. We're not going to get into it, but again, like where you're, you cannot control. It's a giant can of worms. Don't open it, please. But you cannot control that many people, and I agree with you. It's it's hard to control that many people. Keep those yeah. lips sealed, but you can have influence over a certain amount of people. Sure. And going back to this Wall Street bets thing, like when when you started off on Monday. And this yeah. whole thing really started kicking off because yes. it really started kicking off on Monday. I mean, it's Mon- when, yeah, Monday went nuts. Yeah, yeah Monday was nuts because yeah. I, I think it was last. It was a week ago from this past Monday that it got up to forty dollars. Yes, and that was kind yeah. of that was kind of crazy. That's crazy. 
and then it got up to 80. It was 80s. I think it was like 80. It was like 80 at the cl- opening on Monday. On Monday. And, and and so on Monday, like I went through and verified my account to don't to be able to deposit money right. into my Robinhood account. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right, hundred bucks. Oh, it's my 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 two deposits are there. I can actually put money into my Robinhood account. Okay, hundred bucks. And by the time like I opened up Robinhood, and it was like eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. And by the time I got my money deposited, it was like over a hundred dollars. Right. And then. I got and I opened it up the account and my okay my funds are there it's over a hundred dollars Jesus it's a hundred ten hundred hundred twenty it's like oh fuck uh, do I need to like buy now or is it gonna go back down here is it gonna crash back down here in you a second read the market or uh, not? Uh, 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 and I just so I bought point seven nine shares mm-hmm. at a hundred and twenty six dollars a share at like nine thirty in the morning so yeah so if we look back on. Let's see here, Monday the tw- January twenty fifth. Yeah. So the lowest it got, it started off. Let's think around ninety three. Yeah. Looks like yeah ninety three. It looks like eighty nine, maybe seventy two. And then it, so I bought it, so and it then dipped, it immediately it, it immediately dipped back down, and right. I felt like the biggest fucking dumbass in the world. <laughs> I'm like, well, I just threw away. Like, I think at the end of the day, like, I'm like, well, you were I just, even. I just no, or like, you were down. No, I was like down like thirty bucks or yeah. or or something. Like, yeah. I'm like, well, fucking live and learn. Try to fucking read the market. I mean, don't try to read the market because well, you're a fucking you're a dumbass. So you're not gonna be able to do anything. And it's fucking. I believe so, there's a different term for it on the, so, uh, Wall Street bets. <laughs> it's so fickle. <laughs> it's a fickle thing. You know the stock market. Don't try to read the market. Don't try to cash. You know ride the market. Well, and that's where my my entry to the stock market was. I mean. Learning how to read the market. I mean, because that's again like tangentially to sports betting is learning how to read sure. the market. Like, yeah. Because a lot of like with sports betting, you're looking at the money that's coming in. Like, because again, you always want to bet against the public. In in, in this yes. way, it's so tangential to sports yes. betting. Yeah. You're dealing with a lot of. Hey, like, that's why it's called Wall Street bets. <laughs> exactly, but probably also the reason why like something like DraftKings is going up too, because it's a similar format, and a lot of people are getting into the same thing. Like where. You're you're getting into you're and you always want to bet against the public. Now this is the inverse of that thing where you're you're betting with the public, which is yeah. the interesting thing. So when you get that, it's it's kind of like if you were watching a football game and you had you had a visible like example of how many people had money on yeah. on a team, and then you had the NFL come in and be like. We, you know, we can't do this, or you know, even if if even, yeah, uh, maybe maybe not the NFL casino, but maybe yeah, maybe you had MGM come in and be like, okay, Whoa. we're not taking bets on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl anymore. Well, we're I not mean, taking bets, and like, like, well, why can't I? Why can't I right. bet on that? That's right. ridiculous. That's kind of what happened, yeah. And that's ex- that's exactly what happened. Well, I mean, you've seen that though. You you've seen that though in like sports betting though, where they close the they close the line. They close live. They close live betting. Yeah, they usually do that within the last like three or four minutes of the game because. But sometimes they do it a little earlier. Um, don't they? I, I I swear that we you've seen like the line move too much and then they shut it down. They shut it down in, in like incrementally throughout the game. Like yeah. there'll be times. I know you and I watch the games and I'll have the live feed up. Yeah. And much to your chagrin. It, I'll, I'll, you would like I, because it's like a solid like thirty seconds ahead. I love doing it. You you see the line move thirty seconds ahead before the actual broadcast, and you just sit there and go, well. Something happened there. Something did. So, I don't know what uh, did. Uh, did they uh, have a fumble? 
oh, they're not going to get this first down shit like that. And it's like, well, motherfucker, I'm <laughs> watching this. <laughs> like, I don't want to know this shit. You know, same people like same people like don't tell me that, uh, you know, we'd, we'd be out like working with uh, covering a high school football game or yeah. something. And, you know, uh, college basketball games going on. And like, I don't want to. I'm, I don't I'm recording score. this game. I don't want to know the score <laughs> of this game. I, I will get there. Right. It's like that, except for every five minutes. Oh, yeah. So you're saying it's awesome. <laughs> awesome for you. Awesome for you. Well, I mean, I tell you all the good things that happened. It was a Seinfeld bit where they're like, you know, Jerry just like oh, answering the phone. Don't tell me the score of the Yankees game. <laughs> it's Jerry. Go on. It's good. But uh, no. So but, but, uh, again, that's reading the market. You're like, the market has shifted. Yeah. Then yeah. you're doing it. So again, like if I could tell you though, I bet you wouldn't mind if I told you like if I had a, you know, thirty second delay on on Wall Street, be like, hey, get in right now. Like something just happened. That's totally that's different. But totally the different same, though, because I don't have a. I'm not emotionally invested in GameStop. Like GameStop. Like uh, I don't. You wish, are now. I am now just because I got money on it. But me too. I, I don't. I I'm not emotionally invested. I don't want people to lose jobs. I want you know companies to flourish. Um, but I don't give a fuck about them as a company. I think you know it, it's fine. Whatever. I'm sure there's probably like another like you know person and a half you know company and a half willing to take GameStop's place. Um, mostly Walmart. Well, it's an interesting. It's an it is an interesting like uh like battle to be fought like you're fighting for you're not fighting for the little guy but you are fighting for the little guy in comparison to you know the teslas and apples <laughs> sure. and stuff of the world yeah. so yeah it's the little guy on wall street and i guess and we've kind of talked a little bit about it but the problem being the over leveraging of percentages in the company like mm-hmm. that's yeah when you're when you're dealing with and that that i think that's why it's so powerful and i think why it it's a model. I think they're almost creating a model that can sure. be not replicated, but implemented in the, because I don't think the results are always going to be the same. We've kind of seen it with cryptocurrency, like, right. you know, Bitcoin's implement implementation yeah. has been, um, different yeah. than every other cryptocurrencies. I don't. Yeah. I, well, I don't, I'm not sure where crypto is going. And well, we don't I mean, know. For, I, I mean, I really don't have any clue. But but it's it's the ability for people to latch on to it. Like yeah. this this what happened on Thursday was a clear like, oh, there's some shit going on. Which and I know I told you I was like it reminded me of like when Jeffrey Epstein died. And yeah, was everybody like, everybody recognized that there is some nefarious shit right. happening. And but the something something is going on. In the difference though between when Jeffrey Epstein died and when uh, Robin Hood and other trading. Uh, apps stopped allowing you to buy GameStop and AMC is that once they allowed you to buy it again you could actually do something about it and that because like you and I could do nothing about Jeffrey Epstein uh, may or may not kill himself listen we can go protest right but no I'm gonna like you don't know about my alter ego where I'm a detective wearing all black just hiding in the alleyways of uh, New York City that's a have shitty, I told have I told you about this? No, but it's a shitty CBS show. I don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> but again, you had people that right. were, you yeah. had people yeah. that were able to do something. They could do something. I mean, at three hundred dollars a pop, I you mean, know, they could do something about it. Yeah. Well, in at at a certain time, I mean, it was less than that. I mean, they could get in. Well, would, I mean, if you had like a Vanguard account, <laughs> yeah, but, set up brokerage account ready to go. But like Wall Street was internetified. You know, it was. Yes, you, I mean that's 
that's the big. I think that's you're right. You, you, this is the big takeaway, is that Wall Street has been gone to the masses via the internet that has not been seen before. Mm-hmm. People have been de- been doing some slight day trading, a lot of like checking their accounts uh, on their like retirement, mm-hmm. and that's about it. People playing have not, the game the way it's supposed to be played, quote unquote. People have not gone, you know, like the way that Blockbuster. You could use Netflix to replace Blockbuster online, and that's exactly what's been happening. That that hasn't happened to Wall Street yet until now, and that and that's a huge shift. Yeah, that's a giant shift. I I was reminded of the different times when different things were impacted by the internet. Basically, I mean, internetified is just that's uh, your that's your bullshit that's my verb. turn that's my my bullshit turn. tm but uh tm i'm gonna yeah i've got to make money right um but it's I, not a tm he hasn't talked to a single governmental agency at all about that not before this airs you don't know what i'm gonna do tonight um so <laughs> you don't know me so well, well i remember though like when we were on the road when we were touring and everything like that making music and stuff like that yeah the, again the the way it's supposed to be done is you you tour you make independent records you build a fan base you get signed by a label small label big small label, label whatever yeah. and then you work your way up like that's how it's supposed to be done right, right? and in, in the time we were doing that that's when you had the rise of anybody and everybody could get a macbook and then make their own music and then to you know great and then horrible you had everything in between so you had a lot of people throwing things a lot of a lot of soundcloud shit going on where Right. There were people being success stories and there were people that were like, oh my God, I would never show this to anybody. But that didn't yeah. take away from the success stories that people were having, like where YouTube stars were happening, where the Justin Biebers of the world were showing up, the Taylor Swifts sure. of the world. Not that she was a YouTube star, but like it's the, the where you're getting- Somewhere in the, yeah. But you're getting, you're getting the these people rising from zero to 60 and, and a lot of people saying, myself included, like that's not how it's done. And there's a lot of- Is resen- that bad though? And that's where you- that's where you learn lessons over time and you're like, okay, well now within this last week, it's like, well, is this happening to wall street? Is the, that's not how it's done happening to wall street. Yeah. And then you're getting a pushback and saying, well, now what side of the coin do you want to be on? What side of the coin do you want to be on Bobby? Well, like when I got into it, I was like, okay, my, my approach with sports betting, my approach with music, my approach with everything that every endeavor that I've ever done yeah, is to learn how it's done first. So you can, I mean, at least uh, practically apply that to what you're doing. You want to work. I don't want to. I don't want to go. When I started writing songs, um, every songwriter does it. They they think they're going to reinvent the wheel, right? They think they're going to write the right. best song in the world, and it's really right. the worst song in the world because <laughs> you just you have no idea what the fuck you're doing. It's all over the place, and like it's just it's a mess. It's a giant mess. So like in. And not everything is comparable. Not everything, like how you trade on Wall there's Street no, is no not. There's no one for one. Yeah, right. I get that. So when when you sat down to write a song, though, like, I'm like okay, this is my first song. It's absolutely horrible. Yeah. Right? But over time, when you're like, I'm going to learn how to write a good song, which is learning how to play other songs, which is studying other songs, which is, you know, writing a lot of bad songs and everything like that, until you yeah. write a good song. And then when you write a good song, you're like, that's a good song. Now, what makes a good song? And if you're interested in it, you kind of go down that rabbit hole. If you're interested in it, go look up Rick Beato. 
Right. And, and well, Rick Beato is a great. <laughs> what I wish this is a good sign. Yeah. If I had Rick Beato as a source, you know, do you think, 15 uh, years ago. Do you think Rick ago? Beato's like changed the way people write music, though? I doubt For, it. On a personal level. I doubt it. I doubt it. I, I would like to think that Rick Beato has a reach to people that um, can appreciate music in a different way. Yeah. Like my, so my wife is a music teacher at a great uh, junior high uh, here. And I've, I've told her like, sh- just, just, just show Rick Beato. Just, just play, just play Rick Beato. Cause he's a, he does like contemporary pop songs, yeah. you know, like he just break down a song, understand why you like a song other than just like, you know, it makes me feel like, blah. like I feel like a lot of, People listen to how many songs have you heard like make the back of your neck tingle? Is that a thing for you? That like when you know a hit is that yeah. kind of what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, countless. I love that. That's my favorite thing in the whole wide world. Yeah. Uh, like the first time I hear a song, that's why I think you think I'm a little more cynical when it comes to music than I actually am. I mean, you are cynical when it comes to music. Let's just not. Let's just be honest here. Uh, <laughs> I'm cynical when it comes to the the music industry. How about that? Uh. <laughs> no, I I actually wish I actually wish the music industry was more like how old Wall Street worked, you know, last week. You know, <laughs> before that, it's like I want I want this set thing in place. I'm like, because because again, um, you want to know the rules so you can play within them. Is that it? Not that you can play within them, but but it was a clear path as far as like is it's it's a clear path as far as the cream is going to rise to the top. Yeah, and this is. Do you think that's how Wall Street works, though? No, no. I mean, that's all nepotism, and, and yeah. So I'm saying that when when you had the music industry, and I'm gonna say like 1995 is a great example, and then up until 2006, I think is when the music industry fi- finally died. All right, that's what I'll say. But I'll give like 1995. What is, was that Swan song, Bobby? What was that 2006? Death Cab for Cuties. Uh. uh, <laughs> uh God, fuck, what? I don't I know. Fucking remember I, that I, album. Anyway, the uh, but when you had A and R guys going out and like finding bands, and yeah. like, they were staking their reputation on yes. that band, and like so their success was tied to them like believing in you and taking you to the next level. That was a huge thing. How and, much is that like be- like baseball scouts? I mean, yeah, similar, similar. Yeah, a lot of the, like a lot of your reputation is based on your the success rate you have. Like if I find, you know, Pearl Jam, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have that much more success with the other yeah. bands. And that might actually be inflated. Like, because I had success with Pearl Jam, I'm going to make this other shitty band kind of, like, not that Pearl Jam's a shitty band, but, like, I'm going to make a shitty band actually bigger because of my clout that I have and not oh, yeah. push them far. I forget what it was. Is there a Moneyball movie about music like that? I don't know. Would you watch a Moneyball movie like that? Yeah, probably. I like the shit. I love Moneyball. Yeah, it's, it's a great movie. Um... I, I can't think of one off the top of my head of like a an A&R a- guy. Is there an A&R movie out there? An A&R guy just believe it. Well, the concept of or an A&R forcing guy. it, like forcing it. He's got to get one more in. He's got to get he before gotta, he retires. It. It's simple. Like, well, it's close. A- it's like on the tip of my tongue as far as like, I mean, this is Spinal Tap is kind of the, the last effort of a band itself. <laughs> sure. My favorite movie of all time. Not Popstar. I'll just well, I'll just holler in the praises of Popstar. Never stop, never stop. Tim Meadows' character in it is very similar. He, but he's a manager. Yeah, but the but the A and R scout you're is not a very gonna like it. The A and R scout is a very foreign concept to most people that are not associated sure. with the music industry. Yeah. Right. So 
someone's job that is to go out and find a band. Some like again, if we're going to tie it back to Wall Street and everything yeah. like that, your job as a day trader, your job as a you're just an investment broker, anything like that. You're looking for something that's going to be successful. You're going to look at something that's over the long term is going to make you and everyone you're associated with money, right? And oh, now whether that's God willing, God willing, but that's different to every label. Like it, it, so whether my label is indie rock, then I'm going to look for the band that doesn't need hits, but needs to like resonate with an audience. Now, if I'm signed to a pop artist or like a pop label, yeah, now I need to find hits. that next, next thing that has hits and everything like that. So it's all, it's all in what you're like, a what your atmosphere is basically. If you're in an indie label, yeah, you're looking for the band that's going to like maybe have a hit, but have a loyal fan base. That's going to tour all the time. I think, yeah, that's a great, I mean, an A&R guy who's had a couple of rough misses yeah, and trying to find, he's got, he, and he's got to, he has to get the next. But the the problem with that movie though, that's, that's a time and a place that, that movie doesn't exist past 2006 at the latest. You think so? There's no more A&R people. There's people that surf YouTube, which is again where if you're looking at the beginning of the change of Wall Street, this is this is what's happening. You're going to have people yeah. whose job it is to monitor the internet now, if they don't already <sighs> if they don't already exist. I I mean I know they're deep into Wall Street bets. I mean I wish there was a way to suss out. I, the the number of people on Wall Street bets are like, mm-hmm. oh, this is fucking trolling. I'm not trolling, but this is. You know, botting, botting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really? How much of that is happening? I, I don't know. That's, but that's where I, when this this last week was the clearest of, the the clearest I ever saw of like, oh, okay, this is being on the other side of when everything becomes, like the revolution to the public, basically. Sure. And they hate it. And actually, you know. No shocker here. Wall Street has a lot more power than the music industry. (laughs) So like when it happened in the music industry, and actually tangentially, if you look at it, when it happened to the film industry, the film industry had much more power than the music industry. I mean, you watch any movie and it's like pirating is a, uh, you know, five year, $250,000 sentence and everything like that. How many times did you get that on Napster when you fucking downloaded a song or when you bought a new album? (sighs) Yeah. It never fucking happened. Maybe get a letter in the mail from your, you know, internet provider. Maybe did they, did you get that? Did you ever get that? I did. I got it once. Yeah. I never got that. But, I mean, but then again, I, me, I love music, but I don't live by music, as compared to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So like, I've literally bought under ten albums in my entire life. No, I'm talking about illegally. Yeah, downloading. I know, I know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. But the, the penalty for downloading a song illegally versus like pirating a movie is night and day versus like what happened last week on wall street. Like you're, you're getting, I'm no doubt the sec will come down on some people on the wall street. That's, I mean, it's well, in that, that time will take, but but that's where the muscle is bigger to flex. That's where I think where I like whole, like coming down hard on discord. I don't know who owns discord. That's, that's like, that's, that's a real question. Um, when they've got, they got wall street bets banned on discord. I was surprised. I'm like, really? That's yeah. We'll go on. Uh, you know, that was really surprising to me. Uh, is is it a subsect of Reddit uh, or Microsoft? Microsoft. So they came hard down hard on Microsoft, and yeah, but that doesn't make that's not surprising to me at all. Oh, oh hold on. Fates Forever, which Citron, like the Citron. Yep. Oh, Citron. Jason. No, that's Jason Citron. Okay. Okay. Good. Not Citron. 
capital. <laughs> there's Citron Research. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's super weird. Anyhow, okay. So, yeah, because, like, you know, a couple of my kids, they mess around on Discord um, with, you know, gaming. While well, gaming, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I'm like, really? They shut down this whole, got kicked off an entire social media platform because of because of the powers that be because of what and oh they violated our terms of service um okay all right what were they doing last week were they not violating the terms of service last week Mm -hmm. yeah they weren't because it wasn't as big that was the big but but this is where it comes down to the power of the industry that you're affecting again music was the low end of the totem pole and actually it was going tangentially it was going up up against the like silicon valley but social media essentially i mean you're going up against the youtubes of the world versus the music industry versus people buying the the waning years of people buying albums and stuff like that so you're it's it's so parallel it's so different though like from what happened last week because you had it's like if everyone in one week decided like you could record an album just by buying a stock. If that, if that makes any yeah, sense. Sure. Where you're like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. It was quick. I'll it join, was quick. I'll join onto this really quick. Yeah. And all it takes is a click of a button and the money is just this thing on my phone right now. And yeah. fuck it. Um, and it affected it so quickly. It was so condensed that it really made it, a um, the reaction to it, it had to be swift and powerful. And it was swift and powerful. And I think that's where, again, going back to like the Jeffrey Epstein yeah. uh, analogy. Where everybody saw it. Everyone saw it. and you're Everyone like, saw it. But then everyone could do something about it, which was, I think, the interesting thing. And then you actually saw like the lack of the fractional stocks on that's, Friday. That was huge. That was the thing, actually, that wasn't talked about a lot, where I do think a lot more people would have given... It's kind of remember like uh, you ever hear a the lot story of people would like buy uh, like I'm gonna throw twenty bucks into this. I'm gonna throw twenty. I'm gonna, bucks. Throw, I'm gonna twenty. I'm gonna, I can yep. throw twenty bucks into this. Yep. Why not? Exactly. Like you've heard the story about how the the base of the Statue of Liberty was was uh, like funded. Oh yeah. Uh, like a newspaper said, just send in whatever you can. Yeah. Like we have this thing, but we need to sure. build a base, and it's gonna cost us amount of money. But if you just send in whatever you they, can, because they uh, the government wouldn't the, pay for the it. The government did not want to pay for the. The, uh, the, the base. base. Yeah. It was like, this is going to cost, uh, like, this is going to cost like $200,000. Right. And back in, you know, 1870, whatever, 1890, yeah. whatever. They're like, that's a lot of fucking money to throw at something we don't want. A fucking statue. Um, okay. We, we don't need this. Thanks, France. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, it's like, oh, horrible. It's gift. like the worst first Steinfeld <laughs> episode ever. <laughs> Can we go ahead and can we get, go ahead and just start petitioning Jerry Seinfeld to like just make a like a five minute sketch colonial bit colonial bit where like he's like okay what are we gonna do with this now how are we gonna do we don't have the money where are we going to put it <laughs> so <laughs> at at Seinfeld it was just uh, <laughs> but, but it's seriously like more <laughs> yeah. people would have going back to the point <laughs> more people would have. Uh, more people would have given to it in, yeah. in that on that Friday. More people would have given to it. I know right. I would have. I and bec- only because the fractional uh, yeah, stocks the fractional stock weren't available. I said over. I said fuck off. Like no. Yeah. And and then you bought in. I bought in because again, I'd rather I'd rather buy into 
look, if I lose three hundred dollars, yeah, to this this little this thing, this whatever this is, okay, that's Wh- whatever this is, that's fine, that's fine. Um, I have I have a bigger problem with me not being able to buy in at a hundred dollars when I wanted to buy fractionally. You know? That's I mean. Like Cause the, that's the only thing. That Robin, Hood, the, Robin Hood fucked up. I mean, but that, they all did because the, I mean, there's anything wasn't doing fractional. Uh, yeah, I don't like. I wonder. I know at the end, of, like Vanguard, like you could buy something. I don't know what it was though, because mm-hmm. oh, it wasn't going to sign up all the way. But again, like you're dealing with, uh, you're dealing with people signing up and getting everything put into it. But yeah, the 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 fact that like when you. Because I put in an order, and, and our friend did as well. And I did as well. Yeah, put in fractional Yeah, stocks. Right. I, I mean, I put in, like, I want to put $50 into AMC. I want to put $30 into BlackBerry. I want to put $10 into... Yeah. Uh, so when you tell me at 3 in the morning that that's not going to That's go not going to happen. I'm glad I got up and took a piss at 5.30 in the morning right. so I could change those, those <laughs> orders because mm-hmm. I think that made a difference as far as, like, when I actually, like... Because I mean, they're all queued up. I, I and I wonder like how long it takes for them to process each actual purchase. But also, as well. when when they made the decision to to stop doing the fractional, because they didn't fucking tell me. They didn't tell they, me. They, they, they didn't fucking tell. They didn't email me. Right. They said they, they didn't say that. Like when I went and I submitted that purchase, that mm-hmm. it didn't. Well, this is not going to fucking go through. You fucking dumbass. Correct. We're yep. not doing this because that's what they did after the fact. After yeah. they made a decision. It's, so. So again, you're just looking at standard business practice. Like I put mine in before you made that decision. Therefore, you should yeah. honor yeah. what I made. Right. Well, you're gonna take a loss. Fine, whatever. Or you, like it's gonna push it however much it does. But you decided this is a line in the sand retroactively after I decided yeah. to make that decision. And that's all. Here's the deal. It's all in the terms of service. That's the that's the problem. Well, and that's why well, I, I was. That's why I went over to Schwab. Like I, the the plaid. Uh, format that they use. I yeah. have a huge problem with plaid. Plaid is a um, yeah. What's like? They, they, there's some shenanigans going there. So right? plaid in the terms and services basically has access to make decisions on your account on, on your bank account. Basically, yeah. so so the little bit of money that you put in, and they can they can see everything in your account as well. They can see everything in your account, and also when they when you go and make that like tiny deposit, or they make that tiny deposit, and yeah. that. A way to bypass that is they do that for you. So they'll basically do all the confirm that that happened and you don't have to do it, right? So that I can just put money in my account, right? I can just log into my my bank account and then yeah, they do all that back-end stuff that you would normally do, like, you know, you're putting yeah, two I, to three t- cents like, or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it was like 87 cents total, whatever yeah, it was. Whatever. But th- they basically do that for you as a, convenience quote unquote yeah but under that they have access to operate under your account basically yeah that's crazy and they were bought by mastercard i believe uh a year and a half ago that sounds familiar yeah yeah so uh, the the plaid format i don't like it at all and terms of service is bullshit terms of service when it comes to things with finance are very sketchy all of it's good. I mean, no, I mean, it, yeah, terms yeah. Of, yeah, the human centipede episode of South Park is a great example. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But again, you can't say I disagree to this and then still use it. So, you no, have to agree. Uh, to I it. have to agree. And like, you know, I want to buy a pizza. I want to buy a pizza online. I'm agreeing to a large quantity of terms and services just so I can 
have a order a pizza online. Yep. That's what I got to do. What did Mitch Hedberg say? Uh, I don't know. What it, uh, and there's I no do, reason I, to bring ink and paper into this. I do not need this. to bring ink and paper into this situation. Yeah. I'm not going to take this receipt home and file it under D <laughs> for donut. This donut is not a tax deduction. <laughs> God. Ah, oh, man, what a great. That was a great bit. I love that. All of his bits. My yeah. God. Hey. Talk about a guy that I'd love to see live. <laughs> I would have loved yeah. to have seen Mitch Hedberg live. I remember watching him on on Letterman, like in, as a kid, mm-hmm. and just be like, "This guy, he's got it." Yeah, I mean, he speaks to me. Uh, same with same with Zach Galifianakis. I remember like seeing uh, Zach Galifianakis on, I think it was on Conan mm-hmm. back in the day, and I'm like, "This guy, ooh, yeah." Back he, when he was playing piano and stuff. Yeah, it was like him, be, like him, just melodically just playing on the piano and just like every so often just like talking to the microphone. Uh, the only one I can remember is like, I told my neighbor tonight, just imagine soft piano underneath mm-hmm. my voice. Mm-hmm. I told my neighbor tonight that I was going to be on Conan. He's like, Hey, uh, say something on there that only I would understand. I want my rake back. <laughs> 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 it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Ah, oh, it's fucking good. It's good. It's, it's really good. good. It's good. And I don't know, like when you again talk about like a, a straight man who can always get, like it's funny to everybody else and they're cracking up, but yeah. he maintains the straight face. That's the hardest <sighs> thing to do. I mean, I know I really you, you and I laugh at our own stuff a lot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. We but uh, man, to do that in front of a bunch of people and especially off the cuff stuff where you're. It's. I understand if it's like a bit that you've been doing forever, and it's you're sure. dead inside to yeah. it. Yeah. But if it's something off the cuff, you know, and like uh, we, you showed me the the Fred Armisen playing Blackbird on Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> How on earth, Jimmy or uh, Fred Armisen kept a straight face during that is just mind boggling to me. God, it was all. And if you place. haven't seen that, by all means, go and just uh, YouTube real quick. Fred Armisen playing Blackbird. Oh man, so good. That guy. Talk about a treasure. I tell you, one of the guys I'd interrupt, like whatever he was doing, I'd interrupt a com- you conversation. Didn't, you didn't interrupt a conversation? If I knew that was my only in. If I knew that was my only okay. in. Okay, well, let's, we were playing this game a little bit earlier. Yeah. So you're at Subway. We're at Subway. This <laughs> you're is, at Subway. We tried to workshop this a little bit. <laughs> you're at Subway. Fred Armisen Go is. On. Fart Armisen or Fred Armisen? Fred Armisen okay. is. Because I don't want to meet Fart Armisen. <laughs> Fart Armisen, got it. He he does a really he's a he's a comedian. He only wears overalls and he does a. It's, his, it's Fred Armisen's like shitty uh, Gallagher brother. <laughs> like, what 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 does catchphrase be? <laughs> Do you uh, smell that? Oh man, I'm thinking something like oh Nancy. <laughs> exactly something like that. God, we'll pitch that. That's okay. So go on. This is what I'll bring <laughs> hey, up. Okay. This so Fred, up Fred Armisen. Yeah. He is two groups of people ahead of you. So yeah. two like pods of people. Ahead. Two pot. What's a pod well, of people? Well, I mean, like it, it could be anything from like one person. Give me a number of people. Fred, Fred Armisen is putting in his sandwich order. Is he four right people now. away from me? Uh, three people ahead of you. Okay. There's a single customer and then a pair of people who are ordering together. God, you're making this so complicated. I, I'm just letting you. I'm putting it. Okay. Like, okay. I am. You, I am you, three. like Fred Armisen is at. He's telling them what kind of fucking bread he wants. Okay. And there's and then three there's people. A, then me. there's a dude. Okay. And then there's a couple together. Okay. And then there's you. Okay. Okay. 
at what point do you interrupt Fred Armisen? So at this point, do you, do you do you peel off? Um, I don't peel off right away because I don't want to be like stalkerish, and I also want to play it. You know, get, you gotta organic. play it cool. Play it organically. You know, yeah. I want to be organic meetup. Um, I still have my earbuds in, so I'm listening to whatever. I, I know what the situation is. You immediately pause your music, by the way. No, no, I listen to my podcast. Um, you gotta like immediately just stop. What, you you got to focus. You got to zero. Got to focus and just like, well, what is he doing? Is he, oh, I got to listen to oh, see got, if he's carry he out or to got, go. He got the tuna. He got the tuna. No, no, like, it's, well, don't get the tuna. Apparently, apparently, that's a whole thing. That's when I would actually, if he got the tuna, I'd be like, Fred, no, it's not tuna. It's not tuna. Yeah, Mr. Armerson, you don't want the tuna. It's not tuna. Um, so I would, I would, I would wait until he's done checking out for sure. Yeah. Then I might peel off. I might say, and if. If I have not placed my order yet and he had he had been done like checking out and everything like that and I had not started my order, okay. I, I might peel out. Okay, ready for this? I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. Okay. He's at the fountain drinks. Okay. Filling up his Pepsi. Go on. And the sandwich artist that asks you what kind of bread you are. Is it like you're like you're already invested? Do I know if he's staying or he's got it to go? I mean, here you never no, you never know. No, no, it's no, in no, the bag. It's no, in the no, bag. No, 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 they're, no, no. they're always putting it in the bag. No, these no, no. Days. When was the last time you went to a subway? They put <gasps> it in a nice little basket. Now, if you get it, <gasps> no. if you eat there, yes, if you eat in the subway, I know no. you've been in quarantine for the last year, but if you go to a subway and you say, "Are we eating? Or is this to go or for here?" and you say, "For here," for they they put it in a little basket. Dine in. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Exactly. No. So I, I would know that. I would know, like, oh my god, is that to go? Or is that he's got a basket? He's going to be here. So, you tell me: is he getting it to go, or is he sitting there? It's to go. I, I think that he's getting it to go. Yeah, I would get out of line. You want to see? You don't. You don't imagine Fred Armisen just sitting sad. Unless it's by for himself. a bit. Unless it's for a bit. I don't think it's. I don't think he's going to sit there. I I would get out of line, and I would I would be like, hey, Mister Armisen, just want you know, I really appreciate all your work. <laughs> Love what you do. Is that what you'd say? I don't know. I'd I'd, I'd say something along those lines. Yeah. And he'd probably be like, oh, thank you, thank you. I'm like, all right, cool. I got to go order a sandwich. And then I go right back in line and say, budgies. (laughs) Okay. You walk into Subway and Fred Armisen's eating a sandwich. I sit right down and look him straight in the eye. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. You have no idea what you've done to me. Blue G committee? Really? (laughs) You know how many albums I've written? (laughs) I I wish... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you, you've and you knocked it out of the park. Yeah. You knocked it out of the park. You've ruined me, sir. You've ru- you like you've shown that you can write a joke album better than I can write any album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this could be a podcast. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate it. And please be sure to leave us a pod or a review on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at TCBA underscore podcast. And Nathan, where else can you be found? I mean, we can be found on Facebook. Yeah. Or we can be found on the YouTubes. YouTube. On the Spotify. Spotify. Just super casual. Watch out. Google Play. Google Play. That's a thing. Hey, you know, if you want to tell your uh, smart device to play 
This could be a podcast. This could be a podcast. We're going to come through in stereo. Stereo.